Why do we do it? Why do we watch horror films and read horror novels and play horror video games? Stick around. Pain. Not the pain. The pain of being dead. I can feel myself rot. It's reading right, man. Look, you're not reading it right. Um. everybody another uh episode of video dread podcast here for you this week we are doing andy's pick andy what is this fucking pick that you've done for us this week it's true it's my pick and this is a movie i've wanted to do ever since we started the podcast uh 1981 Toby Hooper's Immortal Classic, The Fun House. The Fun House. The movie that I have avoided just over the cover of the film for 39 years. That's crazy to me. I didn't know that until, like you said that uh, the night before last we were talking about reporting. It, was it just because you saw a clown on the cover? Yeah. I, and you were like, nothing like that. Like So like anything that has a clown, like, you know, danger uh like demonic toys or anything like that anything like that you're not watching yeah pretty much that's the way it would go i i find it very cringy that people are scared of clowns and mm-hmm. so the horror just doesn't translate to me it ends up just being very embarrassing almost so now no no i mean i, get I will it. say that there is one clown movie that i did enjoy and some people do not like the movie but it stitches I thought that movie was funny. Dude, I love... Oh, wait, is that the movie that I saw? No, wait, I'm thinking of the movie Clown. Have you ever seen uh, the movie called Clown? About, like, the dad who puts on, like, the fake... The, the clown nose, and it has, like, his whole entity attached to it. And it starts transforming him into, like, this evil clown. And um, I, it's I have not seen it, but movie. I definitely have seen that cover. I'm looking at it right now. It's Eli Roth. It's really good. It's Eli Roth, yeah. It's... A, it's super interesting, and somebody famous shows up at, towards the end, and I can't remember who the fuck it is now. This is all interesting that people want to know about. Go watch another movie that's not this. <laughs> to, even as a kid, I'm going to say this out loud, I wasn't oh, a big fan of It. I I love Tim Curry I mean, so, so much, but It, I didn't get it. <laughs> and I mean, I get it, like... But I don't really think that is something that people are going to take away your horror card for. I mean, that movie in and of itself, I think I've watched maybe twice in my life. The first time when it was coming on, like when it came on TV, and then another time just independently on my own. It's not, it's 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 fine, but it's not like, oh my God, this is a work of cinematic genius. It's, it's kind of just drags the fuck on. And then when you're watching it on TV, when it was coming out, it felt like, I felt like I watched that movie for like a month. Yeah, because it's so long. And that may have been a thing. Yeah. yeah. It's and they'd show in like hour segments or thirty I can't even remember anymore. But yeah, so I, you're not wrong for, for not liking that movie. No, as an adult, I, mean, I appreciate like I really liked the remake. I thought it was really good. Yeah. It's really good. The actor who plays Pennywise in the new one is really good. Yes. Bill Skarsgar. Is that his name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's apparently doing the crow, which I'm. I don't. I'm apprehensive about that. Yeah. Just stop. I don't. Any. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, stop doing it. Make other. Like, what we keep saying this before. Make new stories. Right. Make new monsters. Stop it. 
Anyway, 1981, <laughs> yeah. The Fun House. Duh. This movie does not have a clown in it, but it does have a lot of other things. So that was what I loved about it, actually, is, and we'll get into this later, but this is more about a carnival and some kids than it is about the clown on the cover. It's so weird. Um, this was directed by Toby Hooper. Oh, this is crazy to me, and... I'm sure he regrets this to this day, but I read that he turned this movie down or turned E.T. down to direct this movie. He did, but it was uh, the odd success this movie had that actually got him the job to direct Poltergeist. Uh, well, I thought, yeah, I wonder how um, Spielberg and him, their relationship was before this did they have a relationship or was it this film that gave them the relationship they have i honestly don't know um i the only thing i do know about that whole situation is that uh poltergeist gets mistaken a lot of times for being a steven spielberg film instead of it being produced by him because people always say no steven spielberg he directed poltergeist i've seen it you're like no so it's kind of like you don't it's it's like a memory wipe. As soon as you see Steven Spielberg's name, you just forget everything else. Right? Like, no, that's him. Right. But it's actually you know a Toby Hooper directed thing. Steven Spielberg just produced it. So. I heard he, I did read, or it was on Shutter on one of the uh, documentaries that talked about how Spielberg was very hands on with Poltergeist, even though he was mm -hmm. doing ET at the same time and dealing with all that. So I thought that was very interesting. Look it up. We don't have to get into that now. It's uh, a whole nother thing. But this yeah. this movie was slap in the middle of Toby Hooper directing Salem's Lot and Poltergeist. This was in between those two big, big movies, which is really cool. And this movie is shot. The way he shoots this film is it looks so good to me. Yeah, I, I love the way it looks. It's it's in um I think it's called like anamorphic widescreen. Yeah. I think that's what it's yeah. called. And like I love the way it looks. Um, it, it, I don't, that's one of the things that I've always loved about this movie is how it looks. It's, it has that kind of dingy look, but it's a clean, it's a like clean, dirty look to yep. it and how everything looks. It's shot really well. Like, that's what I like. Like in, like in a movie and the music is like this orchestral fucking, uh, just like, and like, funny enough, the guy who, who did the music for this, did the, did the music for the movie it for the original one. Did. Okay. All right. So yeah, all that. Uh, I all the I, symphony. I, shit. I thought this movie sounded like a Perry Mason episode, or maybe even a Hitchcock esque. Um, that would yeah, I would say Hitchcock. Uh, Hitchcock esque. <laughs> um, just it just has this driving, just this orchestra playing off. Like the music is big. Like you would expect this to be like a huge fucking movie, right. With just the amount of production that's in this. Which I mean, it is to me. All, but it is a big fucking movie. But uh, this movie also got to be one of the uh, video nasties in the UK. Oh wow! Or, uh, this was on I the could, the I list. I can see that. It wasn't there's... filthy fifteen, but it was. It's a bad. It was a bad. There's one. some dirty things in here. Sex stuff and. Eh, I, I wouldn't call it sex. <laughs> Sexual. <laughs> I, mean, I would definitely wouldn't. I wouldn't call it sex. I mean, coming happened, and you know, but that's you know. That's not, that doesn't necessarily mean Ooh. intercourse. Anyway, I digress. Uh, so the, the cast, I'm, um, I'm, I don't know any of these people. I know when Ooh. I looked up the IMDb for, uh, Amy, she is Elizabeth 
Berridge, and she was in Amadeus. She was. She was. Uh, uh, she was uh, his wife, Constance. Const- Constance. And um, just, I just remember her just walking around the movie, going "Woofy, Woofy" the whole the whole uh, movie. But also the guy uh, Miles Chapin who played Richie. This goes back to our last episode of Howard the Duck. He was in Howard the Duck. He was. He was one of the main. He was one of the main cops. I don't think I brought it up on that episode because I was kind of planning to do this after. Oh, that's cool. This, you know, so I have to drag this segment out as long as I can to, <laughs> to milk it. <laughs> but there's not going to be a whole lot I can. I had no idea. Yeah. I did not recognize him at all for sure. Because I was looking at the picture, and I was like, "That dude looks really fucking familiar." And I clicked on it, and I was like, "No way! He's like one of the main dudes in, in the Funhouse." Uh, I don't know. I guess Buzz or Cooper Huckabee. He was in Gettysburg and Space Cowboys. No idea. Um, yeah, here in Space Cowboys, you can write your own ticket. He was in The General's Daughter. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he's got. He's good for the rest of his life. He was in Longmire. I was in Longmire. So everybody was in Longmire. Yeah, I'm probably in there somewhere. Yeah, cast is pretty pretty slim. I think. Uh, what is the fortune teller? Zena, Madame Madame Zena. Zena, yeah, that's right. Sylvia Miles. I I read a little trivia about her uh, that says after she did that sexual scene yeah. with the monster, she says, "So this is how my career ends, or is this the end yeah, of my career?" Was, <laughs> yeah, she was like, "Did I just throw?" She was like, "Did I just throw my career yeah. away?" <laughs> After I masturbated a monster <laughs> on screen using a terrible, uh, like gypsy accent, oh, you're going to feel good. I'm going to give it to you. You're gonna, oh, you like it. I'm like, what is that? Uh. She, she sounds like Borat. <laughs> yeah, she really does. But yeah, that uh, that that does that does do it. But um, there's two stars of the cast. First, we get. Well, first I have to say uh, we get Kevin Conway, who is this fantastic old man actor. He's like one of the, the main antagonists, one of the main antagonists in this movie. But he got to play three people at the same time. That's right. Yeah. You go through and you're like, you see the Barkers in the carnival and you're like, well, that, sh- that dude looks familiar. Well, that dude looks familiar. The weird guy, the girls, girls, girls tent. He's like he's like a British guy. He's like they wiggle and they dance. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have the guy barking for the freak show. He's like alive, 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 dude. I love. Okay, this is this goes back into like the Ghoulies two episode. We were talking about uh, like carnivals and fairs. How I just fucking love that atmosphere. Yeah. And just like how you can hear freak show barkers just on those shitty CB things. Like oh no, no. It, it just I don't it, know. This it, is- it takes me back to like being like a kid and just being like fascinated at like the rack or the or the gorilla woman at uh at a fucking uh dixie classic fair when i was a kid like i was like yelling at me the gorilla woman come see the gorilla woman and then i saw the gorilla woman and she wasn't that fantastic is that the one where she turned while you watched her turn into a gorilla yeah yeah exactly like the lights changed yeah (laughs) and um and i was like wait what This is just a lighting technique. And then like the snake woman that was just had her head popped out with a, a fake uh, snake tail wrapped around it. But she was just sitting in this round mirror. So she was like, I'm a snake. I was like, no, you're just in a you're just in a thing. And she's like, go away. <laughs> and, 
And then I saw this guy, he was like, supposed to be like the world's smallest man, but it was just a little person. And he was just in this small trailer and he was sitting in a small rocking chair and I walk, it, it's really awkward. You walk up to him and he's just kind of eating his dinner. He was like eating macaroni and cheese out of a bowl, watching TV. And I'm like, hey, how you doing, man? He's like, hey, how you doing? I'm just going to leave. I'm like this, I feel like I've just broken into your house. Yeah, that is I'm so sorry. fucking upsetting, man. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, Kevin Conway, he is awesome. He, and then he plays the, the other Barker, who is the, the main antagonist for the fun house. And he's just drunk. And he's just he has, like, who, he has the who, best who? line of the film. That whole scene where he's barking like about the fun house. It's so ominous yeah. and it sets such a cool tone for the movie. It's like, like you said, that's one of the cool things about going to carnivals and stuff is those guys barking. But that one right there hit me really, really good. It was. Yeah. He, he's just going like uh, terrified. Who will enter? He's like, you will scream with terror. You will beg for release, but there is no release from the funhouse. I was like, damn, man, I want to do that job. Yeah. I want that job. I want to be a fucking carnival bar. It's almost like a, I'm saying it right here. It's almost like a Twilight Zone uh, intro. Like he has yeah. that same kind of cadence and stuff. It's really cool. And there's one more star we're going to get into, but we'll, we'll go as the uh, as the story progresses. What about the uh, special effects? So special effects, there's, there's some couple people on here, but there's one main person on here. And it is the fucking the man himself, the Godfather uh, of Gore. Uh, well, that's Tom Spini. That's not Godfather of Gore. Anyway, Godfather of Effects is uh, Rick fucking Baker. Rick Baker's here. And yeah, Rick Baker's right behind you. Look, ah, oh, he's the one that texted you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would be really cool if he was. I see JB Jones. That's it. Really? Yeah. No, it's Rick Baker. Yeah, this is uh, uh one of Rick Baker's. Um, early 80s special effects movies and it's it's just wonderful the mask and all the stuff he did was wonderful i don't know if he had anything to do with designing the actual funhouse itself but the effects are amazing they are really cool uh the mask is well to me that whole face is legendary from like Mm-hmm. pop culture stickers that we see at cons and shirts and stuff. And I, when I saw it the first time, I was like, holy shit, I forgot. That is it. You know, this albino fucking spliced, spread-eyed uh, beast who's almost reminiscent of um, Sloth from Goonies, but in a way darker way. Yeah, and and he's bec- he's become like this face that you see, and I I didn't remember it when I was a kid, but um, it's he's become like super synonymous, you know, with everything. He's just like you know your Tor Johnson mask, you have you know a, a Gunther mask, and you know like uh, our 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 good friend Tyler, he had an art show last year, and he painted a huge painting of him, and it was in the art show. That's right. Yes, and it was really amazing. And I would, if he's listening to this, please make prints of that because I want one. <laughs> yeah. yeah shout out tyler pennington talent tattoo in winston-salem a lot of other fantastic artists there um yeah a lot mallory, of good friends there one of my best friends mallory she works there but yeah go there if you don't you're you know whatever it's your choice all right everybody now it's time for us to dive into the plot of this film this film has some really cool little details in it that i love and it starts with Joey's bedroom. Joey is the brother of the main protagonist. And we Amy. Should, we should be keeping tallies on all this because now we have another shitty little brother. 
shitty. Yeah, he's shitty, but he's like he's a brat. He's just a brat, but he's not like he's not like Night of the Demons, you know, sexual aggressive uh, brother. No, but he he's hasn't he he could not be in the movie, and I would not know the difference though. He really doesn't have a reason to be there. No, he doesn't. He he actually doesn't have any kind of reason to be there, except for to fill little bits of time throughout the like peppered in throughout the entire movie. Like he doesn't yeah. need to to be there. He basically they just cut to shots of him walking around in places yeah. that his sister is. <laughs> That's it. And yeah. to possibly be molested by a, a carn carny. So <laughs> yes. So his room is what you first go into. Um, and I really want that fucking Frankenstein poster, dude. I like, want everything in that room. Yeah, I heard like, that uh, the lady who did uh, Lamb. Yeah, Lamb, lamb Chop. Chop. Yeah, that some was of that her. stuff is her stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was hers because uh, the Howdy some... Doody looking puppet was yeah. hers. Yeah, but yeah. So we get like a POV shot. It's like Michael Myers just got home essentially. So we yeah we get, yeah we get that, and he's got this wall. It's got maces and shackles and knives. Dude, it's and... like a BDSM wall and closet like i want to see there's probably a dildo chair in that closet it probably but you can't have that <laughs> shit in your room that kid's like wait he's like nine nine years old yeah. your dad's not letting you put fucking swords up on the wall and shit i mean depending on where you live i don't know but like he had like uh rad fucking old uh monster masks he had like the coolest uh like these bright colored uh like frankenstein's monster a uh, poster on the wall, a Wolfman poster, uh, a, a, an original Dracula movie poster, which I used to have, which is super cool. And then he that. had something that looked like he was like carving a dummy's head into maybe a mask or like a a mold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was like on the on the table. He's got like all this cool shit, and then he grabs the mask off the wall, and then he puts the mask on. So now we're full on in Michael Myers uh, vision mode. So you just see the eyes. Yeah, whoever it is, you don't know who it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't know who the fuck it is because he, the guy has gloves on. So it could be a murderer. It could be a, a sleep situation. But then he goes into the bathroom where we're keep seeing um, Amy. Her, her name is Amy. Uh, you know, she's getting, you know, gradually more naked and then gets into the shower. And then we, so we're going to get like a shower scene. And then we see someone approaching it and then it starts stabbing. And he's got the, the mask on and a coat and she's he's stabbing at her. And. But she's not being stabbed, and then comes to find out it's a, a big rubber knife, and then rips the mask off, and it's her brother, another another perv brother. One hundred percent rip off of Psycho. Oh, totally. Scene. They cut to the knife. They cut to the shower. They cut to the girl. <laughs> kind of shit. Yeah. It looks really weird because he's like looking down at the at the knife, and he's like looking at her face. It's like this is this is really weird. But yeah, so then it turns out to be her brother, and the brother is like. Bah! And then, like, runs off, and then she runs after him. Man, she has a strong response to this. It's a, it's very aggressive. I mean, like, I remember <laughs> fucking with my sister when I was a kid, and, like, we would just beat the shit out of each other all the time when we were kids. But, like, she, it was bad. Like, kid ran and hid in a closet, and, and, then he, and then he, like, puts the dummy head. And I guess it's his, which doesn't make sense. He, like, puts the dummy head in the bed. And then, like, stabs the dummy in the head and has fake blood on it. And he's like, her again. Yeah. And then he's, like, in the closet, and he takes a picture of her. And then she says, like, 
I'm just because just for this, I'm not taking you to the fair tomorrow night. I'm gonna the carnival. Get you, yeah, the carnival. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you so bad out of nowhere. You'll never know. You'll never forget it ever. I mean, like this, Jesus. Yeah, she was harsh, man. It was crazy. I was, I was like, okay. Yeah. Like the kid poured gas on you while you were sleeping or something. Like, uh, okay, calm, calm down. I mean, that would be kind of freaky to stab your sister in the shower. She's like fully nude and shit. I definitely would never have done that as a kid. Yeah, the, like, see, that once kid's again, a psychopath. The, yeah, the nudity takes you know <laughs> takes the takes the front seat where we're like, okay, like maybe it was just like she was sitting there, but then like you run up on your sister and he's got like a full on thing, like he put on a coat and a hat and a, and a fedora and a mask and he got a, a knife and it's a whole production. Like, damn, dude, you plan this out for at least three days. So she gets ready. She's going on a date with a guy. The parents obviously are not um, okay. The mom is drinking full drunk. fucking whiskey. It is great. Yeah. She's drinking like the biggest fucking rock tumbler of fucking just brown liquor <laughs> yeah. and just drunk watching uh, watching Bride of Frankenstein. And it is, I was like, that's kind of like my life, <laughs> essentially. Except for I would be way kinder. Oh, yeah. That sounds awesome. That sounds like the best life. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking rad. And the yeah, dad's so- all worried, like, don't go to the deadly carnival. Two kids, they found their bodies last time they were there. And um, it's that kind of quintessential late 70s, unhip parent kind of thing, which is whatever. I guess it comes into play. Yeah, the unhip parents wearing all of their clothes, everything tucked in, drinking whiskey, sitting on the couch awkwardly, watching this old horror movies. Like, what is happening here? Like, is this like a regular thing? They can't be too bad if they're watching old horror movies. Yeah. So kind of speed things up amy is going out on a date with a new guy her dad doesn't want her to go to the carnival and she says uh, fuck that i'm going to the carnival but she lies and says she's going to the movies Mm -hmm. and she's with one of the oldest teenagers i've ever seen in my life his name is buzz oh this dude was at least 34 years old that i read about him and he was 30 when he (laughs) uh, (laughs) i was not off (laughs) Holy yeah, shit, you I not, was not yeah. far off. He was 30 years old uh, when he filmed this, and it's totally obvious. Hello, I'm in high school, also. One thing I love about him in this movie is he's probably one of the most logical um, dudes when it comes to, like, we're sticking together. We got to do this to get out of here. Uh, he's, like, so clear-headed about it. And then if it wasn't for their dumbass decisions... And other people, they probably would have made it out if they listened to him. Buzz doesn't get enough credit. People named Buzz don't get enough credit. If your name is Buzz, I I, I care about you. I mean, well, you got Buzz. Daniel doesn't. Home. He doesn't give a fuck about you. He's like, no. Buzz. If your name is Buzz, I don't trust you. Yeah, like That's if your if your Christian name is Buzz, <laughs> like what the fuck? So uh, Amy and Buzz go pick up their friends or Amy's friends. This is a first date. This is oh god, it's got to be the most awkward situation. Yeah, it is really weird. You're on a first date. You're going to go pick up your friends. And then everybody's smoking super amounts of weed in the car on the way to the carnival. And she's not. And so she's just kind of like, ee. and he's like telling jokes. He's like telling her some joke. And then he, she doesn't laugh. And then he immediately is like, hey, don't you get the joke? And he's like, oh, okay. yeah. And then, her, awkward shit. and then her friend is like, well, you loosen up, man. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. 
And then that dude, uh, the guy, what's his name? Uh, Richie. Richie. He's like behind uh, Buzz, and they're smoking weed together, and Richie just looks like he's falling in love with this fucking 30-year-old teenager. It's really funny. He's like, yeah, man. It's just, (sighs) yeah, it's it's so cool. Cool, bro. How do you, what's it like being, being an AARP member? Is it good? (laughs) (laughs) What's it like? How many times have you fallen this year? You find out Joey, the little brother, sneaks out too. Uh, this is where those shots come in where he's just wandering around. He's like walking to the carnival. Yeah, it turns <laughs> in into the like middle a, of the night. In the middle of the fucking night. This kid just takes off and it's it turns into like his own personal version of like the warriors. He's just going on a journey to get to the, the, <laughs> the carnival with like a pocket full of fucking change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A sock full of change. Yeah, a sock full of change. They show the carnival, and it's full of weird homeless people. It is so bizarre, man. You know, like Like, any carnival. (laughs) And it's really weird because they don't really... It it, it has nothing to do with the plot at all. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. Like, you get this guy who's just like... He's fucked up looking, and he's like... He's just like eating a... It looks like he's just eating a fucking discarded sandwich. And he's just kind of shuffling about beside uh, a carousel past some people like there's no he's not ominous or anything he's like oh hey, some of them look like they're bleeding yeah that guy looked like he just had his ass fucking kicked in and he's yeah. like well at least they gave me the sandwich but yeah and then you get the bag lady who's i feel like she's i feel like the bag lady in this she is more of a the doomsayer starting gun situation like because they go to the bathroom which this bathroom is just plywood it's just particle board and sinks. yeah it's totally like yeah it's yeah. so bad it's it's, like, it's real fucking weird it, like this was thrown together from just like shit and that's fine you know whatever save and so they're in there talking about you know fucking and she's like you know give it up and you know you I don't want to save it and I want to give it to you know I don't know but bus Gus bussy whatever and so like <laughs> they this bag lady comes in and she's like God is watching you yeah yeah hey let me let me hold on hold the fuck <laughs> like phone. pump the fucking shut the fuck up i've got a thing they're talking and while the girls are talking one of them throws a paper towel in the floor right that's littering the littering. lady the crazy lady comes into the bathroom and picks up that one piece of paper and when she does you see about 40 other pieces of paper laying in the floor this place is trashed and she picks it up and is like, God is watching you. Like, they did some sinful shit by throwing another piece of paper. It's kind of like uh, we talked about in um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. Oh. When the, all the Bible pages or whatever are in the floor and shit. And they're like, oh, worried yeah, yeah, about yeah. being clean and shit. It's like, it's so stupid. It, it made like, no sense to me. It, yeah, it made like, me mad. Is, yeah, it's like, <laughs> this is fucked up regardless. Why is this one special? I mean, like, hey. Yeah. I mean, if you're maybe you're just completely fucking crazy and you're like, I saw the person who threw this one down. I'm, I'm going to get this. Did you do all these? No, you just did this one. I know. Anyway, I digress. It just made me angry. I hate like, dude, I get it. Shit like that. Little, little shit like little shit like that in movies makes me crazy. I just can't say it because I, I will nitpick the shit out of something until it's like, just stop it. I'm like, all right, oh, never mind. Well, it's like the next next scene after this is Joey's walking down the street. A man pulls up in a truck. Oh, that's so good. 
<laughs> and he's just like, hey, little boy, you need a ride? You need a ride? And I was like, please don't get in that car, Joey. And then the dude just pulls out a fucking shotgun. Pulls out a shotgun on the kid, points it at the kid. And points it at him, and Joey's like, holy fuck, and runs off. And the guy's like, ah! pretty much what it was like, like living in living in kernersville <laughs> as a child <laughs> <laughs> that made no sense see these are the things in this movie that i love but they they have no reason to be yeah there. they go nowhere like and and i'm kind of okay with it it kind of adds to it's like i don't want to say that it's fake outs but it's like little weird it puts you in this little weird world of this place because this, this place is already about to get you know super fucked up and like like what what am i what am i watching like what's happening how is this and, I, I i almost feel like and i don't I don't want to shit on this, but this is one of the parts of this movie I dislike is I feel like they try to make everything so weird around it because it's not as weird as it could be inside of the fun house. Do you feel like maybe there was a lot more? Do you think that maybe he had a lot more weirder shit planned out and then he was going to go to places, but maybe it just didn't work out in the end? Yeah, I think so. And I actually read that there was a lot more graphic violence. That oh, was yeah, planned. yeah, yeah. Like a lot of like sexual violence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I don't know if he tried to like compensate by doing those one-off shots after just to make it feel creepy, which it did make it feel creepy. But mm -hmm. when there's no continuity and it doesn't really make sense, it just kind of feels at the end you're like, why did that happen? Like when we're talking about it after the fact, I'm like, Okay, well, I mean, that was weird, and I liked it, but it made no sense. Yeah, it's, so. it's like you don't know why it even needed to be. I mean, I guess the good thing is that it didn't eat up a lot of screen time. It's just these little weird things you just see in the world. Yeah, probably and, like 15 seconds, 20 seconds. Yeah. It's not far. Or not, I like that. Not bad. That's attention to detail, or just throwing a bunch of weird shit in the background to yeah, just yeah. Put, you, put you at uh, unease. Yeah, I guess it could uh, state. Um, the like fact suspect it's, everybody. It's like everybody's got something yeah. going on. Or this town is just weird as fuck. The town's already weird enough, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, maybe the carnival's <laughs> not even the problem. Maybe it's the town itself. Carnival's the backbone of their economy. <laughs> Apparently. We can't lose it. Kids keep dying, but God damn it, gas prices are going up. The uh, One of the freak announcers... Uh, come up after that and they like he has the weirdest tattoo i've ever fucking seen it looks like it's painted on like a face paint thing did you notice that oh I'm yeah sorry. it did it, it looked like a super washed out temporary tattoo but it's fine he's got the whole look he's got like the no shirt on he's got like a weird little vest and his little frizzy hair and it, it's, it's kevin conway and he's barking into a fucking you know, thing for like an like a barnyard freak show. It's like alive, yep. alive, alive. These are creatures of God, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, I love that shit. Yeah. Fucking love it. Oh, it's so good. It makes my heart Dude, warm every time I hear that shit. So they show like some freak animals in there, but is that two kid two headed cow? Is that real? Yeah, all the animals were real. Like, okay, they, I know the one real. with the split mouth was real. That looked real. Yeah, but the, the two headed cow. I didn't know if that was like some kind of process like attachment to that cow's head but okay mm, not, cool. it was all real as far as i know uh it's it, it's real like the cleft palate and the two-headed cow and those things are fucking those things are fucked up to see in real life also yeah but yeah. like luckily like those animals are like taken care of so it's not like like oh my god they're in pain it's like no they're right yeah most of them, they don't even really know i mean you can't really ask a cow like how does it feel to have two faces i have two faces what 
Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, because the one looked not alive. It looked kind of just like it was there. Yeah, anyway. split phase. Yeah, split phase animals like that. There, it is. A, it is a strange thing to see, but it happens very, very often. Here's another thing that happens that's like random as fuck. Is uh, they go to a magician, and uh, he's dressed like, I guess, a magician with a pale face. And- mm-hmm. Well, this is this is the, this is the other famous person I wanted to to mention. Oh, the girl in the uh, coffin. No, the man, the magician. This okay. is Mr. William Finley, who most people will know as Winslow Leach or AKA the Phantom of the Paradise. Yeah, one of my, it's one of Brian De Palma's first movies. It's one of my favorite movies ever. It is a fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, go look it up. Phantom of the Paradise. It's like him, uh, 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 Jessica um, fuck, Harper from Suspiria. She's in it. Yep. It's, it's fantastic. Anyway, so yeah, this is him. But he was also, this is funny because I think this was after Toby Hooper also did Eaten Alive, which is a, not a good movie at all. It is not a good movie. I can't stress it enough. Um, <laughs> but he's also in that movie too. Anyway, but yeah, so he is the magician and you're right, continue. It's a weird magician thing. It has no real point. It's fun uh, though. It's really it fun. fun. It is fun because he picks a random, random in quotation marks, uh, audience member out and puts her in a coffin and does this whole monologue about Dracula and it has a heart shaped uh marking and then a hole where he puts a stake and he stabs the stake through and it looks she like ble- he kills her. Yeah, and she bleeds she out of her mouth out. and screams. He's like, oh my God, turn the house lights on. We get a doctor. Ambulance and then he opens the thing and then it's the girls wearing like Ta-da! And he's like, oh, Ta-da. this is my daughter, ladies and gentlemen. Like, yep. it's it's really cool. Like, if I'd have seen that, like, now, I'd be like, oh, that's a really cool trick. Like, thank you. But, like, he's, like, smoking and drinking out of a flask the whole time. And he's yep. dressed up like a Dracula. And it's it's really cool. Because it's, kind of, it's kind of gone through this whole, not necessarily a montage, but it's kind of gone through this weird, slow introduction of rides and different things that are going on in the carnival. And they're kind of experiencing everything. And then it kind of cuts to them. Uh, behind a thing and they're all smoking a joint and trying to kill it and i related to this i related to richie very much so in this part mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> i because he everybody's like hits the joint hits the joint and there's like probably i'd say about mm, an eighth of a joint left and he's like wait a minute guys and they fuck not off. even done they fuck like, off. i was like well, just stay there and get high who cares yeah, like bye yeah. I'll, I'll find you like, I would have fucking hot. I would have fucking. I would have sucked that roach down. As a teenager, I would have been smoking the shit out of the rest of that. Hot boxes. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are y'all doing, man? We're trying to get fucked up here. Then you get introduced to the fortune teller, Madame Zeta, and she's yep. also drinking. Everyone's drinking. It's fantastic. It's a. It's it's the carnival you've always wanted to go to. Yep. She's crazy as fuck. She threatens to break every bone in that person's body. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, but to, to to her credit, they're in there and they're they're just they're super hot. And oh, yeah, they're laughing and, and they're like laughing at her while she's giving uh, Amy or her fortune or whatever. And it's fine. And they're just being dicks. I can't I can't I can't stand like I'm dickhead kids like this in horror movies. I mean, nine and a half times out of ten, they get their comeuppance regardless. So I'm like, you're going to be dead soon. Yay. And but it's like, God. And then she finally is like, fuck you. Get out of here. Like, get the fuck out of here. Don't ever come back here again. But and also, like, you remember being a kid. And like, I do. I do. 
how you get in those giggle situations where you can't fucking stop. My wife and I, we went to like a one of those tests, like a, a job test at a community college one time, mm-hmm. and we were in the same room and. This woman was talking, and we just could not stop fucking laughing. I had to leave the room because I was laughing so hard, and I couldn't fucking stop myself. I felt like the biggest asshole, and I understand why she was mad at those kids. Did she threaten but to also, break every ball like, into your body? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But, yeah, it's it's hard to control. So I no, I get it. I, I get the yeah. gigs. Uh, quite. I got them today. Uh, <laughs> I love so it. It, it. That's does the best happen. feeling in the world, man. Laughing is the best medicine still. But yeah, so she she gets up from the table and she knocks over her her crystal ball and then she grabs the crystal ball and she has this accent kind of the entire time, like like that's oh, the Borat yeah. lady. Yeah, yeah, but then after she gets mad, the accent goes away, and she's like, "Don't come back or I'll break every bone in your fucking body." Yeah, like, yeah. it's like this Brooklyn <laughs> accent, like this, your fucking yeah. body. Or like a Jersey accent. I was like, dang. And they, uh, I was reading this was filmed in Miami. It's true. It was in Florida. The next scene where the girls are in the girls, girls, girls tent, the kind of, uh, you know, the hoochie coochie tent is some so weird. Say. I don't know if I ever, I don't know if, but the fair, the, the, you know, the fair that we had, if that was an option. I no, think you could just see not. that. I think you could probably just see that in the parking lot at Dixie Classic Fair. Like you're just out there, just people are just getting naked. Drinking like old crow, like yeah. <laughs> you can just see that for free. Um, you know, it's interesting too because every carny in their shots is smoking a cigarette. Even the magician is holding a cigarette while he's talking and shit. It's pretty fantastic that this was sponsored by like you know fucking Reynolds tobacco or something. <laughs> it's like a cigarette in your hand now. Like even the lady that sells the ticket to the little brother at the beginning is just got this fucking like Newport 100 hanging out of her mouth. Yep. So it's like, my point is it's a different time. There's definitely strippers there. They said that those strippers were actually strippers from Miami who they got to come and be in the movie. Yeah. That uh, is randomly. True. Yeah. Which that's a, that's a good gig. You know, like, fuck it. You're right there yeah. being a movie immortalized forever. I mean, if it, Toby Hooper, that's pretty yeah. Fucking rad. Like I was one of the girls in the, the fun house. The what house? Oh, sit down. Let me let me tell you a tale. They wiggle and they dance. Wiggle and they dance. And but my favorite thing also is every inclination of the carnival barker catches eyes with Amy. Yep, and, that's and true. Because yes. when he says they wiggle and they dance, he's looking like right at her. And then the first carnival barker, the freak shit guy, he's like looking at her. Well, she's staring at him. She's and he's, but he doesn't really say yeah. anything. He just kind of stares at her. He's like, what the fuck are you looking at? Like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And then when we get to when it's the, the funhouse Barker, he says that whole line about like, a, you will beg for release. And he's like staring at her. It's it's really cool. I like that. I don't know why. It, it, it doesn't really mean anything. I just think it's rad that she has that connection with each of those people. No, I agree. Yeah, because it's. Like some weird foreshadowing that no matter what you're doing, you're going to face this person in the future because mm-hmm. he's everywhere. But that's kind of what it feels like to me. Um, When they go to the girls' tent, I notice is another little things that I love about movies and I will forever bring them up. I love I love this. I, I want this to be a, a, a section that we have in the podcast from now on, like Daniel's production nightmares <laughs> continuity <laughs> error night, co- continuity continuity error corner i want yeah. to see that 
So they go to the girls, girls, girls tent. They don't go in because there's a bunch of dirty old men in there. It's they go fucked to the up in there. It's ugh. Yeah, and it's not even like graphic or Mm-mm. anything. It's just like nipple tassels. It's okay. Get over yourselves, you horny old bastards. Anyway, so they go to the back of the tent and they're like going to try to find a way to look inside. And there's like tape marks all on the back where people have cut holes. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, no, I noticed it. That made me crazy also. But instead of like peeling one of the pieces of tape back, they fucking cut another hole in there. And they I'm just, just like, stab another hole. Like, what are you fucking doing? Someone's already done the work for you. It's like masking tape, too. It's not even anything yeah. hyper. Uh, <laughs> So, hypoallergenic <laughs> something hypoallergenic hyper adhesive hypoadhesive I'm gonna say hypoadhesive yeah like it's not even like gorilla glue tape or any shit like that or it's not even been sewn up it's just there but yeah so that's that's just lazy that's lazy peeping it had to be intentional yeah um, unless they kept cutting and fucking up the scene and they'd have to tape it and then redo their lines or whatever I don't know but I do love the um, shit that comes out of it. They're all looking in the holes, and Liz, which is Amy's friend, who's along for the the ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, her boyfriend looks in. She's he was like, "Hold on, wait your turn." And she's like, "I'll find my own hole." And then she says, "I can't believe I said that out loud." I was like, "That's a pretty cool like fourth, not necessarily a a, a fourth wall break, but like, you know what I mean, like taking well, yeah, exactly like." And, it's like, why did I say that? It's like, oh, that's what she said. Yeah, exactly. I was like, that's very, uh, that's very progressive for this time in 1981. <laughs> like, she was the first. That's what she said. A- acknowledging that you are cheesy in the movie. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Yeah, and then they, well, then they go to the front, and there's like a homeless man, and he is either, oh my piss- god, yeah, he's either pissing or he's jacking off. I can never tell. I still don't know. And he's like looking in on the peep show, and I, I- he's got to be jacking off then, right? I mean. I mean, some, when you got to go, you, you got to, you know, I mean, it's free. I mean, I guess, yes. I guess if I'm looking at boobies through a hole, I'm going to pee if I have to. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Man, these boobs are getting me so hot. Man, I really got to piss. <laughs> I got to find a tent to piss on real quick. This, I'm, this is I'm exactly my, my penis. This is exactly my fetish. Whenever I see a hot woman, I just start pissing like an animal. <laughs> Get out of my way. I wear depends constantly. No, nah, man, you just whip it out. So. I want to say, and we brought this up in Ghoulies Two. I was getting ready sure. to say, like, are we gonna, are we gonna, we're gonna talk about this? Ghoulies Two is also another wonderful carnival movie. Uh, I would, yeah, <laughs> I'd say it's almost better representation of a carnival. Um, I don't know. Anyway, I think these movies do an excellent job of showing these rides, but they're not realistic. And we talked about this last time because these rides are so detailed. And the ones that I go through are just a light bulb and a fucking skeleton's head. Well, that's the thing. This is the conversation that we did have on Google yeah, yeah, about yeah. how all this shit is put on a truck. And then when it's put up, you're like, how the fuck did that fit on a truck? Like, that's like, that's a, that's the size of like, it looks like it's like the size of, uh, I don't even know, like your local library. It's huge. This thing has a basement. Yeah, with with an elaborate cog system and like seventy thousand fucking hooks on. Yeah, I've got yeah, I've got a, I've got I've got an opinion about that when we get to it. Of just yeah, like, it, what even is this? Yes. <laughs> and it's 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 form and function. 
the the funhouse looks amazing. I wish we would run into a dark white ride like this or it a funhouse. It is huge, dude. It's huge. It's huge. There's tracks. There's multi levels. There's so at least three cooler. levels to this shit. There's yeah. at least three because there's the shit they stand in the main level where the rooms are, and then there's that shit homegirl falls into the pit. Anyway, all right. Air shafts. Yeah. Boiler Air rooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Nakatomi Plaza is inside of this uh, place. Yeah. Bruce Willis is, is just in there. Like, I, I I've been in this fun house for ages. All I hear is screams, and I'm so hungry. These kids get high, and they decide it's a good idea. They're going to stay in the house overnight. Once again, teenagers having the best idea, let's get fucking high and we'll sleep in this fair attraction. I mean, I don't disagree with their uh, logic there. I I think if I was their age, I probably would have tried to do that too, maybe. Did you ever want to do that? Uh, Kind of. Did you ever go to the ones at Disney Classic Fair and be like, I I want to let my guard down and sleep. I want to get nude in there. Like, fuck yeah. that. <laughs> it's like a 15 by 15 square trailer, though. Uh, or maybe not a 15, maybe a 30 by 15 trailer that you go through at Dixie Classic Fair. Yeah, and it, it screams at you, and then you just leave. <laughs> and it yeah, costs yeah. you $8, and you walk in and go, ah! <laughs> and then you just go, you're like, I think it's a man just yelled at me, and then I just <laughs> left. With some spray paint on the wall. Yeah, you're yeah, right. exactly. But- but if there was like a, um, maybe like, how cool would it be to go to like Hacker House or a Woods of Terror or Cursey Valley and stay the night and just get to like wander around? No, no, that, that would place. be cool. That would yeah. be cool. So that's what this equivalent big. would be, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they do that. They get to watch a fortune teller jack off a monster. Boy. <laughs> Spoil it uh, out, right? <laughs> man. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, are we going to get right into that? Okay, fuck it. We are. So anyway, it kind of so, is. It's the next thing that happens. No, they, no, no. Yeah, they no, go it's in fine. there. They stay They're They're necking up in the top floor of this they're place. Just, and they're laying on the floor, just on yeah. the wood floor, just finger banging each other like, ah. And uh, they hear something and they get up and they go over and they look through the floorboards and there is Madam. There, uh, Zena, but Zena. we haven't introduced him yet. He, the, the the man outside. Oh, is, that's right. Because you is, do... yeah, was helping people get into the funhouse. He's like the the guy who he puts you in the cart and then he pushes you through the doors. And it's just this tall guy wearing a Frankenstein's mos- monster rubber mask and like the rubber Frankenstein monster hands. And he's just like, you know, and he's just not talking. And he's, you kind of see him like kind of like lumbering around. He also go, you also catch him uh, like looking, like peeping in on the, on the, on the girls too. Uh, so he's kind of there. And then, so yeah, so he's in there with Xena and Princess Warrior. No, Princess Warrior. He's in there with Lucy Lawless. She's 12 feet tall and <laughs> she's just masturbating him with her huge cantaloupe hands <laughs> but so yeah we, we go and we, we see that and she's basically he's basically paying her for sex and she's like oh you're a smart man just like your father and he tries to get he he tries to give her like 50 dollars, and she's like more more money yeah i like, didn't keep up with how much there actually was there it kept going up and up and up like I think it started at like 20 and then it went to like 50 and then it finally went to a hundred. 
and then she's like fine and then she starts like well come on come on i don't got an all day and like oh yeah on the floor <laughs> she's mattress screaming she's which, screaming at this dude which what you know i don't know about you but sexual stress is usually eased by the woman screaming at you it's like you know what i, <laughs> yeah. I, I like it i ooh, this is good i'm gonna it's gonna make me start pissing <laughs> like ooh, you know yeah, she she's like uh what are you doing, you idiot? Lay down on the Lay floor. Lay down on the floor. You're a neat boy. She's like, <laughs> she's like, and then she says, don't worry. Don't be afraid. It feels good, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, they turns the lights out. Like, it's funny. He's like getting shit, trying to get shit together. He turns the light out. He closes the door. He lays down. And she like goes to jack him off. And, and, and then you see her masturbating this monster. And he's kind of like on his face, like, oh, 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 oh. Drooling out of the mask. Yeah. It's disgusting. The- yeah. So she she jacks him off to completion. Apparently they were gonna have sex, but then he came too fast and she's like, Oh, you oh, it's okay. It happens to everybody. And you just lay there. Oh, it felt good. You like that. I, I know it felt good. And gets up and then he gets mad and he stands up. And the way this whole scene is shot is is super rad too, because you don't see like him, you just see him like clinching his fists. And you just see her, and which he has gloves on. Yeah, Frankenstein hand gloves. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know she's like, "You want the money back?" She's like, "I'm not going to give you the money back. We had a deal. A deal's a deal, and it's not my fault that you came too fast." And then he runs over, slams the door, so she can't get out. And he still got the Frankenstein monster mask on, by the way. And fucking, she's like, "You stay away from you. I'm going to tell your father. You stay away from me. I'm going to put a curse on." On your whole family. Yeah. And then so like he goes to attack her, but then he just like busts her shirt open. And then he's yeah. like, nope, murder. And just straight into murder, straight into murder. <laughs> and she chokes her and slams her into an electrical box. <laughs> yeah. And that's when all the little uh animatronic and, and there's a fucking there's like a peewee Herman. Yeah, uh, it looks like him. Chair. Like, like, ah, like chuckling with the thing, like Apparently Toby Hooper like owned all these. Like he he collected yeah, all these. Yeah, he made a collection of them. Yeah, I heard like that. a little robotic steampunk uh, carnival monsters, which is cool. Yeah, they're very cool. Um, so the kids they decide to leave after seeing the murder because they see all this shit from up in the uh, rafters or rafters or the floor above, whatever the fuck is going on. Yeah, uh, it's like the third gigantic. level. It's the fourth yeah. level of this this yeah. <laughs> fun house, fun mall. Uh, they decide to leave. Um, they can't get out, and they end up heading back to the same room somehow. I couldn't really understand how they got back there. They got um, downstairs, and Richie's like, I want to see if I'll make sure she's dead. Oh, that's right. So, so they go back up. Dumbass goes into the room while they all, the other people, they they, they fuck off to try to find the exit. Yep. And, um, but then they, they end up seeing the dad abusing the son in the mask from above in that same room and yeah he comes that's, down yeah and it's, that, that's the same moment that i was like okay this is kind of slothish it's it's kind of like a well especially when the mask comes off yeah um, yeah because he's that, the, the dad's beating on him he's telling him he's like oh you done you didn't kill somebody again and you shouldn't have killed one of our own and i don't care if you oh, kill yeah, those yeah. locals like you can't kill somebody that's our own and I can't believe we're going to give her all this money. And 
He's like, God damn you. I should have wrung your stupid neck when you were born. I hate the sound of your fucking voice. I was like, damn. Uh, yeah, that was. And he calls him father. He goes, father. And he smacks the shit out of him. Yeah, he's like, don't call me father. Don't you call yeah. me that shit. Yeah, that, that was brutal. Um, But they watch it all go on. And then fucking Richie or somebody drops a lighter. Yeah, Richie does. There. Yeah. But this is this is after. Uh, or that's after um, the dad, you know, because all the money's gone. He goes to the, the lockbox, find out all the money's gone. That's right. Yeah. And we find out at the same time that Richie, when he was going there to check if she was really dead, stole the fucking money. And so then the dad's freaking out, like, where is it? Where is it? And so, like, Gunther starts freaking out. He's like, you better hit yourself. And so Gunther starts beating on himself and tearing up the whole <laughs> yes. fucking room. And he's like, Jesus, acting like a yes. fucking cracked out fucking gorilla. And he starts ripping the mask. And then he fucking like rips the mask off. And he's like, and it's like this huge white split face, fanged, red eyed albino monster. Yep. Don't know what it is. It's like a demon man with alopecia and it's crazy <laughs> and it's cool. And he's just like going and like drooling. He's got fangs and it's fucking cool. And then the lighter falls and then the dad is like, Who's up there? And then he's like, come down here. I just want to give you a lighter. And then they don't say anything. Cause, Duh, yeah, cause that, that works. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's I need a, my lighter back that bad. Yeah. It's like, actually, uh, can I have that, sir? That's a good pick. I just bought it. But yeah. So then they, he tells him, he's like, well, finders keepers, you know? And then he tells, you know, Gunther, he's like, we got work to do. And then, so they have a fight upstairs about like, you dumbass, you fucking did this. And we're going to die because of you. So then they go and they try to get out. Boom. The door doesn't open. It's chained shut. It's a steel door. Now you're trapped. I don't know how they get to this next point because I guess they're just trying to get out. And then all of a sudden this fucking noose comes down. Oh, dude, that was so cool. It just like kind of like floats down around Richie's neck and then pulls him up. And I love how like it gets that slow because one of the one of the uh, the the, the funhouse gags goes off with the skeleton. It pops up there and goes, and they're like, oh my God. And then just a noose just <laughs> comes down out of nowhere and just gets around Richie's neck and then boom, he's hung. But yeah, it, it does slow down like all dramatically, like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And then, so he's dead. Like we have enough context around these characters to care if they die or live. Uh, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I wrote down, I want Richie to die. I don't, I fuck him. Like, this is all his fault anyway. And he's a dumbass. Except for I, when he was I, trying to get high. I wanted Buzz to die immediately at the beginning. And then I realized how like logical he is in those situations where he's like, they're going to come after us. We need to wait on them to make the first move. And then we react. And I was like, holy shit. That's the most logical thing I've ever heard. Like, yeah. He's like, they're going to kill us. Try to kill us because we've seen them murder somebody. He's like, we can't do anything until they make their first move. And then they yeah. do. But everyone's dying in the proper, you know, horror movie story formula here. You get the nerdy guy first. Yep. And then you get the quote unquote slutty girl. Then the jock goes last. And then you have your final girl. Yep. So yep. classic, you know, dominoes falling here. So Joey the whole time has been kind of wandering around the carnival. This is the brother. Yeah, Joey, the brother. And when it really goes nowhere, 
He's standing out there. Everybody's gone. He's wandering around. And why has nobody grabbed this kid? Also, park's closed. Right. Park's closed. Right. You can't do that. You can't walk around carrying yeah. after hours. You no, got to go. They'll find you. Also, like how? So he runs into what is uh, Gunther? He runs into Gunther underneath the front of the funhouse. Fun yeah, he grabs the like, fuck out of him. Why? Why the fuck is Gunther under the house? Because before that, he was like looking for the other kids. It is so. It makes no sense to me. I don't it, know. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but it. I, the way I looked at it is that he's just running around, and he happened to see somebody milling around because he's like out there for a minute. He's trying to get in the doors. He's poking around underneath. And like maybe Gunther was like in the area and was like, "Get the fuck away from my house, dude!" And like he just like reached out and grabbed him. So then. He, Joey runs and then runs into some old man and the old man just grabs him and then Joey is like ah! and then uh, just passes out yeah black I, see that's weird because is that guy like a pedophile he was rubbing Joey with that cloth oh boy like with the, with the parents standing there and then when he stood up he had a bottle of something was it chloroform that he had like, or is it no, chloroform? I, I think it was booze. Cause you saw him earlier in the movie, kind of walking around in the background, like drinking. He's just a regular chronic. Once again, he's just another person that they just put in the background. And then you'd be like, Oh yeah, that's that guy. And so you, you see this guy and it's real weird. And he's got him in a trailer and there's like the soft music playing in the background and they've called the parents. Mom shows up. She's drunk and she's pissed because she had to leave the house because you, 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 if, if you're drunk and you have to leave your house for dumb shit, you're mad. You know that. You're just like, oh I don't want to. Yeah. I guess she, I fucking hate this. She's, so she's so mad. Yeah. <laughs> pissed off. Like she's fucking drank like a whole bottle of fucking Johnny Walker. She's missing the end of Bride <laughs> of Frankenstein. She's not going to know what happens in the next movie. And, you know, and fucking whatever she was yeah. only watching bride of frankenstein waiting for mash to come on no exactly wait. It's like, I, <laughs> I don't know what clinger's gonna do i have to um so yeah uh you have this guy and the parents are there and he's like i washed him up real good like what yeah like, like dude if that was the creepiest shit ever if that the parents had, are just standing there and they're just staring at him and he's like and the dude is still fawning over him. Like he's wiping his face. He's like, he's got a little fever. That, that's like from, from passing out. What? What's happening? <laughs> is he dying? But it's like, if that happened to me, if I went down in any public place and my dad showed up to pick me up and I was unconscious and there was a man saying that he washed me, <laughs> my dad would go to jail. <laughs> My dad would fucking freak out. There was no response from the parents. Like, oh, that's fine. Thanks for giving him a bath. Um, they waited patiently as he caressed his face with a dirty wash rag. Yeah. Like, like, but he said anything. Thanks, thanks, Carnival Bob, for washing my child. Like, what the fucking ever? And the mom is like, oh, poor baby. Oh, I feel so bad for him. Like. This isn't she, realistic parenting she, in 1981. She says, "Ugh, cat must have his tongue." Yeah, he gets in the car and the dad throws her on his, uh, throws Joey on his lap. <laughs> it's so fucked up, man. Like yeah, this yeah. is fucked. So I never like, when, when you said the whole thing about your dad and some man washing. 
that be, he would have beaten you, a human you, to death. You're right. Like, he would have beaten another man to death. <laughs> I don't know why I suspend disbelief with things like that. Like, yeah, this guy was really helping this child, you know? Honestly, it's really fucking weird. And then the, and then the dad's like, sorry, I caused you so much trouble. And the guy's like, ah, I was young once. I'm like, this isn't the conversation you should be having with this man. Not one bit. Yes. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Yeah. That's fucked up. So, yeah. Um, we cut to Liz. She falls down a trap door. <laughs> Boy, does she. Into a uh, an air vent. And this is this is the point, not the the stuff where they were above the rooms or anything. This is the point where I wrote down in my notes. I said, "How big is this place?" Yeah, this- because you're falling down into trap doors into like basement areas and shit. Like, it's air ducts. It's got like an HVAC system. They move this place. They talk about it in the movie. They're like, "Yeah, we're gonna head out of here tomorrow." You're going to head out of here with like a four-story mansion behind like, a fucking tractor trailer? I don't understand. Like how many 18-wheelers does it take to scoot this thing around the countryside? Yep. Like, Because this isn't like, a, like those other ones, those small ones that you normally see, those are collapsible. Yeah. They're usually two pieces. Usually the front yeah, they comes fold off. In t- they're they usually 18-wheeler tra- uh, trailer uh, size. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and most of them are on the trailer still. They just lower it. It's not, it, we, we get it. We know it's not real. We're not, I mean, we're not. We being, saw it in Ghoulies too. Yeah, we we're not being like, we're not being like, actually, but we're just like, dang. Like, I mean, it is like the raddest fun house I've ever seen in my life. Like all the shit it that's is. in there, that is some of the coolest fucking shit. They walk past this one. It's like a huge eyeball that opens up and it follows you around. Like or the huge, King Kong mouth. Yeah, the King Kong mouth that opens and closes. Fucking, that was really cool all these monsters and they all make noise and all have and they're all it's 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 fucking cool so yeah anyway we're not talking shit about the fun house yeah the next big thing happens is liz down in the trap door she fell in she she wakes up and she's um she's in an air duct she's in an air duct next to a fan and she's definitely oh no what's his name comes gunther comes down and tries to attack her yeah he's creeping at her and he she has a knife behind her back yeah and and she's uh, like She's all like, I know you like girls. I could be nice to you. I could make you feel good. Yep. Cause she's she's referencing what she saw with the prostitute lady. She's like, I know or, you be fucking. I know you be fucking. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I can be nice to you. And he 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 goes right in and she stabs him in the back, which I thought was weird because that never really references it later. He screams and loses his shit, but he never like acts like it hurts him all that bad. No, and, and the whole scene of him trying to actually well then he like strangle beats her to death. And then he's like trying to get the knife out of his back, which is funny as shit to see because he's just in the dark going, ah, 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 ah. He's trying to yeah, grab yeah. it. It's like you got like a spider yeah. on your back and you're like, get it off, get it off me, get it off me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I-, I read that that guy was a tap dancer. Yeah. Yeah. He was a, 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 tap, a tap dancer man. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. He went on to do other things too. Anyway, like that dancing. Then the Barker and Buzz and Amy, they're all in the same room. They get in a fight. Barker has a gun on Buzz and Amy, and Buzz ends up trying to break the gun away. The struggle happens. They fight. It's old man versus new strong boy. It's old man versus new man. <laughs> yeah, and they 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 beat the shit out of each other and eventually barker is shoved onto a sword it's cool yeah yeah he's like shoved he's like shoved onto this it's like a it's like a a a a man holding a sword and he shoves it onto him and he goes and he like sticks his tongue out it's really weird 
but then you know buzz thinks he's dead and he's not and so then he the, the barker grabs buzz and pulls him onto the sword that he's on and starts stabbing I thought that him. was rad yeah. that was cool he probably got that sword about three inches into buzz's stomach like still that's damage that's that is damage you could... got to go to the hospital well, into his intestines area, not his stomach, because it was a, a stomach tire. Well, that's yeah. that's even worse. But eventually, you you find out Gunther comes down and fights too. Gunther always Buzz. appears like Spider Man. Yeah, he, he just does. jumps <laughs> out of the ceiling and when, he'll like fall out of nowhere, and he just goes like he's got like the Spider Man stance with his hands out, and he's like he comes yep. down and goes he goes okay, what's up? What's up? What's up? Oh my god, what's yeah, happening? And then yeah, he, just, he look he looks <laughs> in different directions and then spins around sometimes like. He full-on Peter Parker's out. It's awesome. Yeah, he does. He pulls out his camera. He takes a picture of people. He's a... Uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. No, he definitely does do that. And um, he does that there, and then you kind of... It goes away because Amy runs out of the room, and you hear a gunshot, and then... I'll say, because we forgot about this in the beginning, Richie has been put on an animatronic ride, and he comes at his friend's in the ride and they're expecting it to be one of the bad guys yeah and liz is like kill it yeah and um buzz hits richie in the head with an axe but then later on at this point where buzz is fighting with gunther you hear like another animatronic thing coming out on a track and it comes out and it's like a clown holding buzz's dead body yeah yeah he's been stabbed and or shot so there's like this animatronic body delivery system happening inside of this uh, funhouse, which I love. Yeah, I love that. Any kind of way to involve the animatronic uh, creatures into the showing a body or anything like that, like that's rad. Like I was like, that's that's good use for your area or good use of uh, the technology that you have. The next thing I have on my notes. And I think, because I skipped, I watched a lot and didn't write it towards the end. But the next thing I have is, why so many hooks in that room? Okay, so yeah, this is this is my thing. So so we get we get down there, right? Is that the next thing that happens? I well, just she, sure. she runs from Gunther, because Gunther's chasing her. She runs into the room where Cena got murdered, and then Gunther's trying to get in after her. And so she finds a little... A uh, little hidey hole to get down into the basement. So she runs into the basement. She goes through like the ducts or whatever and falls through uh, like a vent. So we get down there and what did I write? I said this basement is basically just set up to do damage to a living being. Like there's no form or function for it. Like she falls out of a out of like a, a huge vent with a with an air filter. So this place does have forced air because that's a filter. That's an air filter. For like an HVAC machine, right. and so so like this is a whole like you you could like split this place up into like apartments. I'm sure. So she falls down in there. There are at least two for sure. Yeah, at least two, and like like pipe motors moving in around, and and the always welcome steam pipe bursting. Steam pipe hit my every, and then there's just this. There's there's huge gears just yep for whatever reason. And then there's this a whole pulley system, a, a motorized pulley system with just like like hooks, like these huge like what chains you, and hooks. Yeah, yeah. What you, it, what, it, what, what you would like uh, has like a uh, yeah, um, like a uh, a pulley system on it. But I, I want to write. A, I want to write a fan theory that 
that room that they're in is somehow uh, <laughs> related to the engineer in Hellraiser. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say that. it looks like that. Yeah, it does it, look like that. It looks like somehow this would be the torture room for any of the Cenobites. It's cha- it's just changed, and this is like uh like this is like uh pinheads, like uh you know breakfast nook. He's like, oh, yeah. welcome, welcome to breakfast. Come sit, sit, <laughs> sit amongst the hooks that have no purpose. Like this is a room that just bad things are just going to happen to you. you and there's electrical shit that happens eventually, like that blue flashing. Yeah, it's. It's fucking crazy. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's fine. There is there's a huge sense of dread in there because everything's so loud and like she's staring at the vent that she came out of the whole time and it keeps showing that it shows like the the filter kind of jingling around because she's like he's gonna come out of there and there's like this dude. It's a general sense of like oh this is he's gonna happen, but then he doesn't. He drops down once again. Spider Man comes out of nowhere with a ladder and then he jumps. (laughs) Yeah, it's a ladder. Yeah, Yeah, Peter Parker ladder. And he jumps down on her and he's like standing in front of her screaming with his, you know, his fucking, his, 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 his Gunther face. And she's just staring at him like, holy fucking shit. Like this is, this is really happening. Which that's the thing. I think Gunther takes too much time to, I, I think he, he, he plays around too much. It's like, just, just do the thing. Like you had killed her like right then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, too I much- mean, that's. Too much That's every movie, right? Oh yeah, that is. It's like build the tension. Like, look at me, look at my crazy face. Aren't I afraid? Oh damn it, you run off. Ah shit. Yeah. Like I really I, gotta I, start doing the killing first, and then the reveling afterwards. Dude, do you think we could uh, design a diagram of the ride from the movie and try to like show the levels in the rooms? I'm sure we could. I don't. I mean, we're we're. I'm looking this up online. Just reasonably talented to- men. <laughs> I, I would love to see how it's laid out and what and try to figure out why that room has any functionality in any part of that ride at all i do like it how everything's fucking moving and yeah. <laughs> like literally everything is fucking moving and you're like he's gonna die on all of this and he pretty much does she starts beating him with a crowbar and he takes the crowbar from her and classic stupid villain style. He smashes it into the fuse box, which is just open and there in every movie. And, yep. and then again, he gets the, the Madam, the, the Xena treatment. She he gets electrocuted and then he passes out on one of the hooks that's moving. So, aha, now we've got the final destination shit going on where one of the things like, I've got <laughs> you, you've, you've fallen into my web of death and he starts to go around in a circle and then like he wakes up and he starts grabbing her and then he goes into these huge the huge gears and he starts to get super duper crushed in the gears and he's screaming the whole time oh, oh, bah, bah. i can't it's do the gunther no you can't no it's it's very distinct but when i saw that i was like please tell me there's a legless gunther funhouse 2 that would be cool because it basically does get his like leg. Like he comes back like Darth Maul in like the in like yeah the, yeah. Like he comes back like with the spider the, the spider legs spider yeah. legs. Yeah, he just comes back. He's like ah, <laughs> that would be rad. I want to see be, that fucking movie, dude. I, I do would too. I, I would like, I, I would put money towards it. I'd be like, come on. I'm not gonna lie. I uh because I haven't seen this before. Don't know much about it. I was like, is there a sequel to this? Because 
If there is a legless Gunther sequel, I will watch it for sure. So he dies, I assume. I mean, at the end of the movie, well, she she goes outside. She finally gets out, and like the uh, the big the big fat lady robot that's outside that's laughing, it starts to laugh at her, like it's like malfunctioning, and it starts to laugh at her. And she's just staring at it, and it's funny that this whole scene was based over based on like the whole premise of it's not over to the fat lady sings. That was the oh. whole that was the whole meaning of this. Okay. Okay. And um, Got it. yeah, and then she just walks off, and so she's walking off from this fun house. It's morning. There are people out there. Nobody is stopping her. No one's like, "Hey, who the fuck are you?" Nope. What was all that goddamn noise last Nobody night? Nobody heard any gunshots. Gunshots. Heard. Screaming. Yep. Nothing. Nobody. And, and there's hobos out there, and all the people. Yeah. Bleeding Even that lady. Bleeding, eating sandwiches. Yeah. And then the 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 bag lady. God is watching you. And then that's it. Boom. Why why is God not watching your fucking carnival where all this fucking crazy bullshit's going on? Yeah, it's like did you maybe see, you should think of it. You see all the murder that happened here and that has been happening? Because he alludes to that he's done this before and then he's just been killing children in like uh, uh, Dallas. Well or yeah, whatever. the father talks about there there were bodies found uh the last place they were at. Yeah. Yeah. So and they keep having to run. And so so I gotta know. What did you think? I was pleasantly surprised. Like I said, um, this was a movie I avoided specifically because of the cringe factor. Of that's Kyle's. crazy to me. That's it's so interesting that that because this movie, well, it, famously it doesn't have a lot of other covers, but like the new Shout Blu-ray edition does because it's like new artwork and shit. Oh, um, with the the mouth on it and stuff. Well, uh, that and then like the new one is just like got like art of like all the people in the movie and stuff like that. Like how Shout puts out new stuff. It's just paintings and shit. Yeah. But yeah, no, the movie pacer was just the mouth, which is rad. I guess maybe it's an alternate cover, the clown thing. But I'm looking at it right now, and it it does not look like a 81 movie cover. It looks more like a 90-something movie cover, and maybe that's where... Maybe I had no idea about it until later on, and I was just like, oh, some fucking 90s clown movie. I think that's exactly why I avoided it. But yeah, no, it's um I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um there's a lot of it that doesn't make sense. There's no really rhyme or reason to it, but and the story is not necessarily original, but it's just kind of um it's fun. It does it, I think what I love about it the most is how it shows the carnival and how it um, just brings that ambiance of being at a carnival or a fair to light in such a good way. You know, it's a more rustic way than Ghoulies 2 did it. Well, Ghoulies 2 was just all over the fucking place. I mean, we had puppets with knives yep. and they were high-fiving and that was just, that was just bananas. Factor. This this one's way slower than that. And I somewhat appreciate that. It was, it's just, it's just a really cool movie. And, I loved it. It's a great film. It's fun. Fun house. Um, <laughs> fun. Fun house. It's just, the, the plot is not great. No, it's not. It, it is not. It, and like you said, it is not something that is original. But I mean. But that's not why I love really? uh, movies. I love the movies for how they make me feel when I watch them. Right. Um, exactly. Because at this point, we all can agree not to get too like hoity-toity. But no story is original, right? And it's no, it's all it's about not. how you present it to me, how I will appreciate it. And 
this one's pretty good, you know. It's pretty good. And I'm I think with my avoidance of it for so long and finally seeing it, it was a pleasant surprise, is what I'll say. So yeah, that's how I feel. That's that's great. I like that I I guess I I'm happy that you, you watched it and I was the catalyst for you watching it. So Yeah, yeah. No, I'm that's that's neat. I've I have i that's never been a thing before. I would but I would yeah. definitely watch it again, uh, for fun. Yeah. So for me, this movie is it's in a really weird special place for me. I could remember this is the first VHS horror movie cover I ever saw that stuck with me. And it's this little convenience store in Kernersville when I was a kid down the street from my my first house. It's called the Pantry. And it was just like a little Oh my god, the Pantry. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was a convenience store. And you know, you had like your slush puppies in there. Well, in the 80s, random places started like renting VHS tapes. And so so did they. And they only had like maybe like 20. And this was one of them. And I remember I walked in and it was the it was on it was the clown. And I remember staring at it and just reading the tagline over and over pay to get in pray to get out pay to get in pray to get out and i would just stand there in the in the aisle and just stare at it and look at the back like and they, i mean i wasn't going to rent it because i was a child but that stuck with me forever and i wonder what the back of it looks like um i think it's just like them and it shows like parts of the fun house but um not a lot it's so funny that the, the clown became so synonymous with the movie because that's not a thing at all in the movie. That's what you told when well, you told me you were doing this movie. I said, I said to you what I said about I, I avoided this movie, and you were because of the clown shit. And you were like, "Well, it's not even in there. There's no clown in the yeah. movie." <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are like animatronic clowns, but that's about it. There's the the yeah the the main antagonist is not a it's not a clown, but I like I said at the beginning, like I love the way this movie looks. I love the way it sounds. I love the yep. way that the cinematography, I love all the weird shit in it that goes nowhere. I mean, like the, the homeless people, the bag lady, like the, you just, the, 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 the uncle touchy, you know, that takes the kid, like there's no reason for literally any of it, but to eat up a little bit of time. And that's fine. There's also I, something I forgot about um, is how long the intro is to this film with all and the intro is so good. With all the like uh, little animatronic dolls and stuff that I mean, it looks like Puppet Master in some point. Yeah, and all the little little carnival music that's playing at the beginning too, and like the little wipe of the of the uh, of each figure when it shows yep. them. Like it's 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 fucking really great. I think this is one of Toby Hooper's underrated little things that he did that not a lot of people know about. Uh, well, more people need to know about it. Yeah, uh, is it the best movie in the world? No, and if you don't like it. That's fine. Um, it does have a lot of criticisms to it, as most uh, horror films of this age. And like you said, the, the plot isn't original. But I love the reveal of the monster. Like, that's fucking crazy. Like, yep. that's like, I was like, what? When I was a kid, I was like, what is happening? I remember watching this um, as a kid. I can't remember. I think I saw it on, like, the Superstation or if it was on, like, Up All Night or Monster Vision. Um and I just I was like, this is not the movie I thought this was going to yeah, be. Yeah. And it it was really good. And it, I like it a lot. I, I think I love the way that it looks and the, the, the place it puts me like in my head. It's very, it makes me feel very, it's like a cozy movie. Like, oh, this is so good. 
And I do love, you know, of him playing the Barker in three different roles. Yep. That's really cool. Very cool. Like, I think that's a really cool fucking idea. And each one is radically different from the other. That's really cool. Um, but yeah, I think it's great. And I think people should check it out. And um, I'll say but, a controversy. I, I got a hot take here. A controversy. I think I like this better than Salem's Lot. No, I do too. Salem's Lot takes forever. Speaking of long movies, Salem's Lot takes for fucking ever to get going. And I will, I will say this. I think Salem's Lot is one of my favorite Stephen King books. Yeah. I hated the movie. It makes the book so much worse. I mean, I mean they can the it it is a bad representation of Stephen King's book Salem's Lot. So the fact if you're comparing Toby Hooper's movies, I'm saying this might be better than Salem's Lot. That's what I just wanted to take that hot take. I mean, he could only stretch Bonnie Bedelia so far. So. <laughs> yep. But but uh, that's a that's yeah. John McClane's wife in that movie. That's true. Watch your fucking mouth, Bonnie <laughs> Bedelia. Um, also, this movie was kind of remade in 2006. Um, I don't know if you remember like the series that came out in, in 2006. It was called like the Eight Films to Die For series. I do. Yeah. It, it was like it was like Grave Dancers, the Hamilton. I have Grave Dancers uh, right behind me. Yep. Yeah, I think I still have mine too. Um, but Dark Ride, it was called Dark Ride. And it was basically oh, the story. Okay. Yeah. And it was actually like my favorite out of that series besides like Grave Dancers. Um, but yeah, it was really good. It had the 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 kid from fucking Sandlot in it, the the You're Killing Me Smallest kid, the the kid with the fucking curly orange hair. Yeah, yeah. It was also in Son-in-Law. Uh, but yeah. The so better movie. That's the, yeah, better movie. Um but yeah, so that was remade uh, during that time, which I remember having it and being like, this is kind of the same thing as this is the same thing as Funhouse, except it was like this giant hulking man that wore like a, a baby mask as a as a mask. Because uh, that's terrifying, yeah. right? I mean, if a man broke in here right now and had a baby mask on, I would more be like, hey, man, it's raining outside. Like what? Or, you know, <laughs> I just don't want that in my house. I mean, I got enough shit in here. But um. But yeah, good good times, good stuff, and um, I'm glad you watched it, buddy. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, thank you. Well, you know how Andy and I feel about the film. How do you feel about the film, Dustin? Well, I want to like the movie, but I don't really. I like how it looks. I like kind of the general idea. I think um, in that time and carnivals can just be creepy as hell, and those. I love it when a carnival comes to town and they still have that riggedy old uh, fun house type thing or a spook a spooky house type deal. And Andy likes to call them, and other people like to call them dark rides. Dark rides. It's <laughs> that's cool, but honestly, I don't like any character. I do think the monster looks fairly cool. I mainly like his Frankenstein costume more than anything, and I like. Uh, the kid brother's room that's it has some cool stuff in there but and i really like the monster's father who's like a, a carnival barker yeah and i like i love what he says or it looks like he plays like multiple roles there's several different dudes that look just like him to me in the movie and i love the terrifying well like terrifying. we mentioned before 
he actually wouldn't do the role unless he got to play three different parts in the film. Oh, well, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wanted it to be more. I wanted it to be better. I think it has a nice, cool idea, but it just wasn't really fleshed out enough for me. And I think it's pretty... It takes a long time to get to any action as well. It takes about an hour for it to really kick off. Um, I will say this, and I don't know why. I'm sure I'm like the only person in the world that has this. And it was something, I think, from when I was a kid, maybe seeing like uh, like USA or Sci-Fi Channel advertising like a horror movie marathon. And they'd always show this one clip of a guy and like a huge uh, pig mask with a chainsaw and I always thought it was part of the fun house and always thought the monster wore that at a certain point. Like he changed costumes. So even even though I saw the fun house years ago, when I rewatched it last night, I kept waiting for him to switch back into that and have a chainsaw. And it never happened. And I'm and I got it mixed up. That happens in Motel, Motel Hell. Hell. Yeah. And I I still I probably ten years from now when I rewatch Fun House again, somehow I'm still gonna be waiting. For him to put on a pig mask and come out with a chainsaw, which I think would be really cool, but um, <laughs> that would be cool. It just kind of seems to me it's like Toby Hooper might have went to a carnival, saw like one of those come look at these oddity creature things, and he saw like look at this. This isn't a human, it, uh, like weirdo fake toy alien baby, and was like, you know what? I'm gonna make a movie about this thing's brother if it, if it was real and it had lived. Yeah, and. That's not a bad idea, but at the same time, it was just I didn't I didn't care. And seeing a monster beaten down by his dad and kind of just like whipped like that, it doesn't scare me, you know. Yeah, it it makes the monster more human. Yeah, and instead, I mean, he's terrifying looking to an extent, but at the same time, he's like this meek little thing that gets. Pushed around by his dad, and then uh, also gets pushed around by the fortune teller he pays to jerk him off. It's but best. <laughs> oh, never mind. That was so weird. I forgot. Uh, I completely forgot about that. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I it, like. I love Toby Hooper. I don't think it's a terrible movie at all. I think it's one I would definitely wish like I'd watched with Daniel and Andy, like together. I think I would have enjoyed it more that way. And a and a more of a crowd setting mm -hmm. but like me kind of by myself like me okay watched it too we like i was just kind of like mm, there's not really anything going on here for me but i still respect the movie i still respect toby hooper r.i.p yeah that's that's my opinion nice well dustin hit us with the taglines okay so there's five for this motion picture here we go. And y'all tell me which one you like best. <laughs> Something is alive in the fun house. Something that has the form of a human, but not the face. Something that feeds off the flesh and blood of young innocence. That's the first one. That is the longest tagline tag we've ever done. Well, here's the second one, runner-up. Something is alive in the fun house. Something that tonight will turn the fun house into a carnival of terror. <laughs> Very long, but I like that one better. Here's uh, something is alive in the fun house <laughs> from the director who brought you the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then finally, my favorite, pay to get in, pray to get out. I like that one. Yes. Andy, you got a quote for this? Oh, 
shit. I don't even know. Damn it. I got put on the spot. I fucked it up. I think it should be. They wiggle and they dance. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for checking us out again. We love you. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Um, uh, thanks for listening and for subscribing and uh, leave us a five-star review or whatever. Give us some kind comments or some, you know, some mean comments, whatever you want to do. Just let us know you're out there because uh, we're here for you. Here for you. And we just love doing it. So we do. This is a good time. We get to hang out with each other and, you know, it's uh we get to talk about the things that we want to talk about and that you want to hear you de- every fucking day of your life, whether you like it or not. You want to hear this. You want to hear this. You want to hear this. Good night.